car. Kimberly, this is what she does. And it is. This is, this is what, like, we go down these crazy little rabbit trails it of crazy. I'll, I'll just walk in and be like, it's the husband. <laughs> oh, but you might That's not it. it is, you know? But it could have been. It's always the husband. It's always. It, it could have been someone else. And he was cheating. And that's probably the truth. He had a little And there's probably drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And the new woman's probably and he was 10 years younger. Welcome to the Inappropriate Cultures podcast, where we talk about life, quilting, and we throw in a few inappropriate things. I'm your host, Leslie Bircher, along with my inappropriate friend and co-host, Rochelle Rice. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Everything. So you want to talk about something? Sure. What do you want to talk about? Oh, good point. We might as well. I was going to say you might as well. So we're waiting on uh, our friend, Kimberly Jolly, to join us. And um, I have been, this is like, you know, when we started the beginning of the year, we talked about bucket list of what we wanted to do. And I said, I want to do, I want to interview three people. Yep. That's on my bucket list. Yep. Jenny Doan. And we did it. Check. Check. Kimberly Jolly. Check. So in a minute. In a minute. And Camille. And Camille. Yeah. Camille. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think here pressure, Camille. I, you want to be one of the cool kids, Camille? Um, I think that Camille mm-hmm. will feel a little more confident if she sees um, that Kimberly did it. Yeah. I think so. Well, yeah, because I think they're friends. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I so. think she, um, she'll have a whole new level of saying, okay, you know what? If Kimberly can do that, then right. I can do that. And it's not even on video. And we're extremely comfortable to be interviewed with. It's not hard. It's not. And not hard. For that so it's funny though. Um, I have like, I have been so giddy over this. Though. I know you have. So last night I, you know, I go to bed at seven 30 and my phone's ping, 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 ping. ping. I'm assuming, <laughs> you know, I, I turn it off. You know, it's me. And, well, I, I, I don't know. Cause I, you know, I turn that sound thing off and mm-hmm. I get up and, and I think there's like 15 text messages in yeah. there and it's mm-hmm. like, did you do this? Did you do that? Got to do this. Got to get that. And, I know. and I'm thinking, Leslie's having a major manic moment right now. <laughs> what Major manic. And I even said, I admitted it. You did. You I'm said, freaking out a little. And, and it was all in caps letters. So when I was reading it, it was screaming. It was? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember doing you that. But no, no. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> I'm not making that one up. Well, listen, if it was in caps, it, yeah. it was purposeful. It was purposeful. Absolutely. I, because you were so excited. I am so, I've been so excited about this. I mean, I have barely been able to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you might fall asleep during this. And if you do, I'll just give you a little pinch like that. I'll, I'll do it right here. Cause I don't think that's, I'll fall that's asleep. Out, that's, isn't that the worst? Pit? Did your mom, ever, did your mom ever pinch you there? Stop. Did she ever pinch you? Yeah. And well, I don't remember. In church? No. She, oh man. Oh, no. Is this I see fat here? quarter shop. I do too. That's exciting. It is. I got butterflies in my stomach just now. Can you she tell? Does. I can tell because you stopped talking. <laughs> you stopped talking and you're clutching your hands. She's like the old lady that she's, if she had a Kleenex in her hand. Yeah, but I don't, but off. I don't do the, um, food eating, the, the food eating thing. <laughs> I'm so excited. You're here. <laughs> she is beyond. Oh, thank you. And I told her that you were really excited to be with us, that you probably didn't sleep for the last week and she just needs to calm down. No, I know she slept. <laughs> I know she slept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you first, though, it's so funny. Um, I've been watching you for years, but um, one of your episodes around, you were showing a Lori Holt sampler, which I mean, hello, there's a million. I can't right. even tell you which episode, but you, you were showing a sampler and it had um, the American flag on it. And you were talking about mm-hmm. how you could refold it and hang it over your couch and all this stuff. 
And all these people are chatting in there saying, you know, why are you showing the American flag all the time? And, uh, and Kimberly, oh, yeah. like, I'm an American and this is my live stream. And I was just like, she's my sister. Yep. Like she doesn't even know she's my sister. And then you start talking about true crime. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening right now? This is like, she didn't know my, she's true. my sister, but you're my sister, Kimberly. And you would be my cousin because we have the same color nail polish. I just <laughs> noticed when you lifted your hand up and we're wearing, and we're wearing the same shirt. So that makes us, so you can be yeah. my sister, my cousin, life is yeah. good. That's awesome. Wow. Yes. I'm so tickled you're here. And uh, it's so funny because I've been wanting to talk about true crime anyway. She has. And uh, she, she will dabble in it when I say something like, you need to go watch mm -hmm. Betrayed or you yeah. need to go. And she'll go do that. Stuff. Oh, wasn't that so insane? Did you watch it or did you listen to the podcast I know. on Betrayed? No, I, I watched it. I watched it on the Hulu or whatever it was on. And then... I was texting my friends. Oh, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, no, you got to watch it. I didn't. I, I watched it all the way through. And then I went back and tried to listen to the podcast. And I was like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so do they have? This, yeah. Do they have the second season out that you could watch it where um, the women have their husbands are into child pornography? Uh, uh, I haven't seen that. Okay, So that's on the podcast. So I think the podcast must be a season ahead of what you're seeing on TV. Cause I don't have it on TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah like, I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that's disturbing. That is, that would be the ultimate. I would, I would be doing the murder and then I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. True and I don't think that's curable. No, uh, I don't either. No, those people just anyways. Yeah. And you know, speaking of murder, so it's funny because you talk about Kevin and how he, um, he just is oh. like, how do you watch this stuff all the time? And my husband, he's more terrified that like I'm learning like how to carry something out and that one day yes. he wouldn't wake up. That's what Kevin says. Yeah. 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 So we had a, we had a sales rep come one day and Kevin has a sleeping disorder. He cannot sleep. His mother has it. Our daughter has it. Like he can't fall asleep. So this, we had a sales come and she's super nice. And she was like, you know, my husband has, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've been giving him this stuff Order Kevin. So I ordered it for him and I took it to his office and he was like, I'm taking that. You could be poisoning me. You'd kill me. <laughs> I was like, are you joking? And he really did not take it. I was like, oh okay, never gosh. mind. I'm not going to do that. Or again. Now, if he, he was could, like, you're going to kill me. If, if he would, he find, what? If he could find it himself online, would he order the name, the brand that you said and then take it or not? Still I don't know. I don't know if he was kidding or not. Cause <laughs> like, he's very dry humor. And so <laughs> me, my kids, people who work here don't know sometimes if he's kidding or not. And we have to say, are you serious? Or are you kidding? Uh -huh. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, I always, I think my husband's a little bit like, I think you're learning things. You're learning how yeah. to carry out a crime. Yeah. And the thing that more though, that I've learned is that you really mostly can't get away with it. I mean, there's some that have, right. Oh no. Been figured out. Yeah. But generally speaking, you're going to mess up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And something's going to get caught. Well, yeah, that's true. The thing that cracks me up is he, he sends me emails. Like he thinks he's breaking news last week when um, PPD got arrested and he sent me an email and I was like, you think that I haven't been watching YouTube for an hour on that? I'm like, first of all, I watched his interview on Vlad TV where he admitted it 10 years ago. So this is no news. And then he no. was in this documentary and this documentary. And he's like, how do you know all that? I'm like, because this is what I do. He's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, but it's funny because he sends me an email like he thinks he's breaking news. I'm like, this is not breaking news. This is old news. Just decided to arrest him one day. 
for some reason. You know, I laugh that I used to talk about that, you know, my husband's, you know, smaller than I am that I could, I, I could kill him and throw him in our swimming pool. But then I realized I have to have water in the lungs. So oh, you have, yeah. if he doesn't have water in the lungs, it can't be a drowning. Oh, so then I was right. like, well, yeah. if, if you're holding him down, would there be bruising? You know, I mean, if I tie yes, him an ankle, is there going to be, I mean, so I'm still trying, you know, I'm thinking maybe a floaty, if I get him underneath the floaty and hold him under with a floaty face down. Here's and, the you know, problem with all of that. There's now talking about it on the podcast. And, so you're done. And yeah. Have all their cameras. Now that's the thing. <laughs> You know, all the cameras, even if you don't think you're doing it, it's all the cameras. So Kimberly, like, how did you first start getting into true crime? Like, where did this whole thing start for you? I am always into people. Like, I don't like anything fiction. I don't know why, but my mom used to watch like Cagney and Lacey, yeah. Angela Lansbury and all this like crime stuff. We didn't have cable. So it was just like, yeah. you know, that was so popular in the 80s. So I would just sit there and watch it with her. And then. I don't know. I feel like when I was in college, CNN wasn't really news. It was like they had all these autobiographies and biographies and crime. And then the OJ thing happened and then Nancy Grace. And I was like, oh, Oh. forget it. I'm just in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And back then, you know, when the OJ thing happened, I was in college and I worked at the college and it was I will never forget that day. I know none of us will um, because, Mm -hmm. you know, we when we were at the college, there was a Oh, an area of the student union. Right. And all the, like the basketball Mm -hmm. team was there and a lot of other people. And there were all Mm -hmm. kinds of different groups and some people were horrified and some people were celebrating. And it was just the weirdest dynamic of, I will never forget that feeling of being caught in that, like what is happening right now. Um, But I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, I was glued to all of that stuff. So I'm just like, I totally understand. That was today's the anniversary of him doing that. Oh wow! And, yeah, yeah. So she or getting a happy anniversary. Convicted. It might be convicted. Yeah, wow. yeah. It might be the. I think it's the anniversary of his conviction. But I was in college and I was living at home because we didn't have enough money to send me off. And I just remember we were eating dinner and this came on and I, my mom's like, oh my God, it's the Jews. And I'm like, the Jews? What are you talking about? And my mom was obsessed with the, the, yeah. the car chase because yeah. my mom is a huge football fan. I mean, my father oh. is too, but my mom is beyond. Yeah. And she, I mean, we sat there and then my brother came to visit. I don't know why I, his, his lady he married lived across the street. So I think he was visiting her, but anyway, um, she was a friend of mine, but anyway, he came over and then she came over and it was like this whole thing. And the whole time I'm sitting there, like, I don't even know what's going on. It was, you know, I didn't even know who he was. No, I mean, it was kind of crazy. And see, I remember OJ because, you know, he was a football player and he would be running through the airports with Hertz rent a car. And then when this all, mm-hmm. came up, but my first true crime thing, cause I really started trying to think of, you know, when did I really start listening to things? Cause it scares the crap out of me. I mean, I, I I'm going to ask Leslie, she'll be listening to something and have me. And I say, I, I can't listen to this anymore. But mine was when JFK was shot. Oh, Cause, cause I was four years old. And that was, re- and you know, they, they came into the cartoons and they took the cartoons away and it was everything. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, there's mm-hmm. been that big conspiracy theory with it that, is it mm. really the solved crime? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, are we going to find something else kind of things out? So that kind mm-hmm. of got me going a little bit, but all these crying things just scare me because it's like, they're true. It's well, true stuff that happens. There are certain, certain kinds I won't listen to. Like the one, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of her. The one that was killing all the babies in the NICU. Um, oh. 
Yeah, I didn't follow that either. I can't anything like that. Anything with follow. babies like yeah. bothers me. And so I'm like, when I started hearing about that, I'm like, nope, I can't. Cause I think it was a, uh, uh, Joseph Morgan. Uh, what's his name? Joseph Scott Morgan. Yes. He, cause he had it on his, on his podcast and I'm yep. like, I can't listen to this. I mean, I had to like yeah. literally stop because it just was disturbing me so badly. So there's some things mm-hmm. like I can't right. listen to. So are there things that you, that you just draw the line? I can't go there. Kimberly that like babies and uh but if it's like a woman killing a husband I'm all in I know that sounds horrible but it just I think we all are there it sounds horrible but like it's like yeah well yeah my when my my sister-in-law was going through divorce I was like oh you're an angel I was like, I'd kill him. I was like, I all the money, all the money you would be in some other state. And then Kevin was like, no, no, he was his sister. He was like, no, no, she's serious. And I was like, oh, I'm serious. I'd be pulling all the, cause I was telling her, I was like, go start pulling money out. Take out the daily limit of the ATM. Oh, and for sure. I'm giving her all this tip wow. and he's, she's looking at me horrified. She's horrified that I'm saying this. And Kevin's like, no, no, she's serious. This is what she would be doing. I was like, oh, I have a plan. Oh, I would ruin your never- life. Kevin could never, ever. Oh, no. Kimberly, you're because you're all about it. Well, no. you know, Kelsey Ballerina. No, no, no. I'm crazy. That she has about her friends that, you know, if, if there's a crime, I'm going to be lying to the police for you. If you ever do this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, every time I think of true crime stuff, I think. Uh, heck yes. Well, it kind of reminds. So when we were talking about the, you talk about the woman killing her husband. So that whole Corey Richens case, you know, mm-hmm. the, um, which is really weird. Um, I can't. I mean, yeah. That case is so strange to me. Like I can't put my finger because I think that there's two sides to this story. And I don't know that the whole thing has come out because all the stories you hear how wonderful he is. But I just wonder if there's more to that because I mean, she, I know she had a failing like her real estate business. Are you familiar with this? No, she literally, she kills her husband. I mean, we think she, I think she killed her husband. Um, And then the mm-hmm. next thing you know, she's writing children's books about how to get oh, over grief. Yeah, you've talked to me about that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, are you crazy? And she's talking in prison. She's she needs she yes. needs to shut up because she's writing notes in prison. She's talking her what her defense is just needs to be like, shut your mouth, shut up. Yes. Can she because she's money? already talked. She's already no. I mean, I thought that not now crime, you couldn't make money off of your crime, but if she's doing the grief, can she, because it's not to the crime, it's the grief to get over it, that she could sell her books to make money. Well, it was before she got arrested. So I'm right. sure before she, she got arrested, book. she could before, yeah. but she's even writing letters. What Kimberly's saying, she's writing to letters out of prison to like people to lie for her. Oh. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, somebody take her paper away. Yeah. Once you put it in print, you know, I'm wondering though, you know, in the prison, they go through your mail. So are is someone not going through her yeah, mail are, to say that she's, oh. yeah, but to let her send it out to lie. She's not me. very smart. Yeah. Me. Yeah. She's, I think she's just such a narcissist. She just thinks that she can get away with it. She's better than everybody and doesn't matter. The rules don't apply to her. That's what I think of her. I think I agree hundred yeah. percent, but I still wonder about yeah. it because I think, I don't know, there's something weird. Like, I, I can't imagine like if he's such a like how would you even if you're in a bad place like why I don't know there's something weird about that I've got I, I just haven't put my finger on it yet. well what the thing I think is weird is he told his friends a couple of times oh I think she's trying to kill me 
Well, then get out of there. Like, what are you doing? Like, he's, just he's trying to kill you. So how'd she kill you? Him? And they're just going to take this alcohol from her? Right. Like, no. He's He wasn't very yeah. sweet. Did no. she poison him with antifreeze and a drink or what'd she do? Because they say antifreeze is sweet. Fentanyl. fentanyl. Uh, allegedly, oh, she put uh, fentanyl, fentanyl in his, uh, oh, in a mule or a drink. Yeah. I don't drink, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I do drink, but I don't drink that. Well, so I wonder if she, so she had to have a drug dealer that she had to she get. Did. She did. Holy did. Yes, she did. Yes. yes. And how do you find And then the first time she told the dealer after the first time, oh, the drugs you gave me weren't strong enough. I need stronger. In so a text message a drug, a drug that's on a phone. In then? I mean, that's the thing, you know, did your drug dealer turn you in? She's trying to kill someone. I'm the drug dealer. And, you know, I don't, wow. I don't remember. No, I think they oh, found no, it out a, about it. It was a check. She was writing checks for the drugs. <laughs> But it was, but it was like a construction, like a construction project or something like that. And it mm-hmm. made no sense. And they started tracking it down and lo and behold, I mean, it was. So can fentanyl. he, be a, can he be an accessory to her crime because he sold her? The it drugs? was a lady. Okay. Can she be an accessory to crime? Probably. I don't you, know. You girls that do this stuff, do you know? I that? mean, I bet they would probably use her as a witness. And, and so if she agrees to charge her, that's probably what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. To save herself, she'll testify. Mm-hmm. Do your do your children listen to true crime with you? Emma really likes criminal minds, but she's 16 yeah. and so yeah. she loves criminal minds. And she she's watched some things, but my boys don't. They think I'm crazy. Kev has them thinking I'm crazy. <laughs> They'll say when they get in the car, make sure your true crime's not on because I don't really listen to music that much. So I usually have a podcast or a YouTube or whatever. And as soon as they get in the car, I have to turn it off because they'll turn it off if I don't. That's funny. That's hilarious. Because it's funny. One yeah. of the things that you said, um, I think somebody's asked you in the past, like, if you weren't doing fat quarter shop, like, would you be, what would you do? And you are like, oh, I'd probably be an accountant. But I'm always like, what? No. Why wouldn't you be a detective? Like, Kimberly, you were meant to fight crime. You're meant to go yeah. solve the mysteries. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'd be Nancy Grace. Yes. Nancy, not yes. store. Yes. Pull out. <laughs> Like, cause that's what she did at CrimeCon. At CrimeCon, her lecture was about how all these people are getting let out of jail. And that is why the crime is increasing because we're letting out the violent criminals. Right. Yes. Yes. And I was like, oh, she's so right. Well, I was just listening yeah. to, um, have you, have you heard the podcast that, um, Keith Morrison has out the, the murder uh-huh. in apartment 12, uh-huh. have you heard that one? So, um, I'm from Arkansas originally. So when he's talking about Russellville, Arkansas and the beauty queen that was murdered Mm -hmm. and all that, like Mm -hmm. I knew, I knew all of that stuff. And, um, what was crazy in that story, like the town, the town was like, so convinced that this, that her boyfriend did this murder and he had nothing to do with it. Well, there was this, this guy that got out of prison after he had attacked a girl who was jogging and he was sentenced to six years uh-huh. and he did 18 months. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what in the world? Yep. Like this is what's happening. And then he, he's the one that actually ended up yeah. doing it. So it's just like, I, I can't understand our justice system. And then we have people who've like, I just like lied on their taxes or done something and they're in prison for 15 years. Yeah. Like all I follow the money trail. I just, that grosses me out. Yeah. Like there's criminals who are really like dangerous to society that are getting let out and are walking our streets. So it's, it's terrible. I'm totally with Nancy there. So do you ever yeah. get 
watching a true crime and you're at the house by yourself and all of a sudden you get the the EBGBs because it's like someone that you think someone no. that you, know, you don't No, and I don't I mean we we don't I like I've never touched a gun in my life I don't know how to use a gun I'm crazy and I feel like if somebody came in I would know kill them just by like I hit them right here like I don't know I just <laughs> I just kill them with my hands I don't know no I don't get scared I don't know why it's I also just believe if it's my time to go it's my time to go yeah, well. I don't know. I don't get scared. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know why, but I don't. I, I'm more so I don't know. I'm scared of like scary movies. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Do you like that's scary movies, Kimberly? No, no. She, she doesn't no. watch anything that's not like that, real. Oh, and, yeah. and that's what's funny because my husband, he'll like pull me into a movie here yeah. or there. And if it's suspenseful, like I can't yeah. stand it. And I'm like, I got to go. I can't watch this. And mm-hmm. he's like, you watch like people killing people all the time. I'm like, no, I watch the solving of that. That is not the same. And yes. in reality, like I, I don't want to watch it happening. I yeah. want to try to figure out what happened and why. And so I think that's completely different. She does think it's completely different. I right. Like, how did we get here? Like what? Yeah. What happened in our life to get you to this place? And how yes. can we make changes so that this doesn't happen? Yes. That's what exactly. I think is interesting of it. The, how did we get here? Do you ever yeah. listen to the Like podcast? that would be a great podcast yeah yeah um the true true crime garage sorry i didn't hear you do you ever listen to true true crime garage yeah i i have sometimes because mm-hmm. those guys sometimes you know, be, you know they're the ones that you know have the unsolved mystery and then they take it from there and i think someone was telling mm-hmm. me that they they put something out and they were trying to solve this and someone else mm-hmm. came in and saw you know they didn't solve it but someone else was getting it mm-hmm. And so I decided I wanted to see if you can find cold case in Tulsa. Do you know that there is a website that you can go in and click on and you can ask for cold cases and it brings up all the evidence and everything they have on them? No, but now mm-hmm. I do. Have you ever done that? Is it that I haven't? Is it the Charlie Project? I don't know. I just, I just, I just typed in cold case, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it brought up oh, okay. and I started clicking on different ones to, That's you know, so interesting. Yeah. I know what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I was in a site I shouldn't have been. Cause you know, I do have that spy thing mm. that I have. So, so here's the interesting <laughs> thing. So I do have, a, I've got a, um, a friend in college. So here's, this is going to creep you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kimberly, you might, you're going to love this. So she, um, she was my, she was born on the same day I was in the same hospital and everything. Okay. okay. And we were in college together and she went missing and, oh. oh, she was found in December. Like she went missing, like right around the first part of December. And they found her at the end of December in out in the woods, like oh several God. miles away. And, um, she had been obviously sexually assaulted and killed and, um, she had gone to the bowling alley in Fort Smith to see her mother and she was kidnapped in the bowl in the parking lot and there's been DNA. I don't understand how they can't find her killer. This has been 20 something years, like, and still like it's unsolved and they keep putting, they've put like uh, movies out and they put like documentaries about her. Her name was Missy Witt. And they, I'm, I'm just like, I don't understand how you don't, how you can't, you have evidence from the scene. Now I know she'd been out in the elements for a while, but I do think that I was told by the person investigating it that they did have some DNA, but I'm like, why aren't they doing gene- the genealogical DNA stuff? And I'm just, I'm perplexed. By yeah. That. 
Well, I think like with, with what Authorum Labs is doing now, Kristen and David Middleton, like they have developed this crazy technology that I don't even, like I've listened to them speak several times. It's way over my head. It's science. I don't understand science at all. But I mean, they can take this DNA. Now, if I'm saying it correctly, replicate it so that there's yes. more of it. Then they have genetic genealogists that work with them who can like, try to figure out who it is. And so there's more technology now than used to be, but somebody has to step in and say, I'm going to fund this because right. it's not free. No. So that's the thing is if somebody steps in and says, I will fund this case, they'll yeah. do it. I yeah. would rather us do a GoFundMe to fund that than these people keep getting, I hate to say this because I yes. know it probably is coming from right. a great place, but documentaries, okay, who right. cares? It's been 20 something years. That is doing nothing. Like we right. need science to come in and solve this mystery. And that person needs to pay. Like that person, right. it needs to be justice attached to this, right? And documentaries are fine. You want to tell a story? Okay, great. It's done no good. Okay, so mm -hmm. question about DNA. So people that have really long hair and they cut off their hair and they give it for mm -hmm. locks of love and they make the wigs, if that's some of that mm -hmm. hair's left, I mean, it's, that's not where DNA's in the root. Well, I oh so oh so wouldn't have the root for no because I've asked that question so about what, like if you what were, if, I give, if you were giving your you... hair for locks of love and you go commit a crime. But what if I give you one of my kidneys? That's I don't think it's know. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think that's not the, the same. same. Not that I'm going to give you one of my kidneys. Well, what would that have to do with anything anyway? Well, because I don't know. You know, you start bleeding. Like somebody's I mean, going to go pull your kidney out and it's a different you know, DNA. I mean, well, so I'm wondering though, you get someone's, you get someone's kidney or you get one of their, you know, body parts. I think that and you the blood still have your it. own DNA though. Yeah. yeah, that's different. I think that's different. Yeah. Because you do anti, you take anti-rejection uh, drugs. I don't know. I don't I think, know. I think DNA is very specific. Like your hair, it's from the root. So like okay. if you found a hair that was lost, okay, as long as the root is, I think you, the root has to be there. So eyelashes can be there because they have roots when they fall out. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a bad deal. And now there's like touch DNA. So like even yeah. like right here, they can get your DNA and they used to not be able to do that 10 years ago. So crazy? there's just so much technology. So like you're not, nobody's getting away with anything. I don't know why these people think they can do this. Oh, I don't know either. Yeah. What, what? So I want to know what is your favorite, like what's your favorite um, true crime, like show or podcast or whatever, which, what are you most into? So for podcasts, I love Generation Y. I like Zone 7. I like Body Bags with Joseph oh, Scott Morgan. I like Nancy Grace. Yeah. For TV, TV shows, I'll put it on Oxygen and Investigative Discovery. I'll watch Dateline 2020. Anything, HBO, yeah. anything that's a documentary. It doesn't even, I watch a lot of stuff about like World War II also. Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. um, so it doesn't have to be crime, but that's what's out right now that's popular. But anything that's autobiography, autobiography or biography, but um, I just have all, and I have Hulu and Peacock and HBO and Showtime and it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I just go from app to app to app to app. I'll watch anything that, and I love Snapped. Oh my gosh. So you're that not, is like oh, my show. You're not watching Toddlers and Tierras then. No. <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking no. all these channels. You get those hey. girls out there all sassy pants. And their moms and they're crazy. No. <laughs> no, I did uh Emma was a dancer. Yeah. She when we were little, 
let me tell you, Toddlers and Tiaras, I did that dance mom thing. I could have been on a show. Like, that stuff is real. Those moms are crazy. Crazy. I'm so glad I don't do it anymore. I mean, have the flapper for your daughter in her mouth and the big, the big old Texas hair and everything for her. No, 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 no. She just did dance. But I mean, these oh. moms would be so competitive and just like out to get your yes. kid. And yes, one time I had a little, I mean, I had a little, I had to tell somebody <laughs> I had to put them in their place. <laughs> and my daughter started crying. I was like, well, somebody's got to tell her to leave you alone. Like, and if yeah. the studio is not going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and it was, don't adult. do that. Oh yeah. It was an adult. Oh, my crazy. Yeah. And I didn't handle it. It was probably the, it, I didn't handle it the best way that I could have, <laughs> but it, that, that dance mom stuff is real. Like those moms are crazy. You could have turned that like into true crime. Yeah. Really? You could have. Oh no. Uh, yeah, I'm, you're yeah. not going to jail mm -hmm. for those people. No, I'm not going to, uh-uh. Uh-uh, <laughs> not going to happen. No. 100,000 million years. And like, you know, it's just a lot. Like all that stuff is a lot because there's so many people yeah. and, you know, I'm an introvert. Like, I don't want to mm -hmm. talk to anybody. Like I, <laughs> like at dance this year, I was like, I'll be the treasurer because I don't really have to talk to anybody. People can just drop their money off and I don't have to That's what I did plan a party my, or. When my yeah. daughter was in volleyball, because, you know, we had the parent teach the parent club or whatever and. I had, I was like, I'll be the treasurer. I didn't want to deal with all the other stuff. I'll count money and mm -hmm. take it to the bank, but I, I don't want to be like planning parties and all of that stuff. I don't have time for that. But, um, I was so fortunate that Lena only really walked really well in high heels and there wasn't a club for that. So I didn't have to be with anybody <laughs> else. <laughs> that was what is her talent. She walks well <laughs> in high heels. It's <laughs> hilarious. So Kimberly, so it's so funny because my husband, he's like, why do we have all of these channels? Like, why are we, there's a subscription for Peacock and a subscription for Hulu and a subscription. Oh. Like, why can't they, I wish they would just create a true crime channel that is just yes. all of that. And so I don't have to pay for like 50 different subscriptions. Right. I even crazy. told my husband, like, let's just get rid of direct TV. I don't need it. And he said, yeah. no, it's got the football. I'm like, well, yeah. I don't care about the football. Yes. But <laughs> we have it only so that he can watch football yeah you but i don't i don't it cost stuff well, we have I it don't. on youtube we do youtube tv but i mean we only have youtube tv for football. football yeah and i'm like i don't watch all that i mean i will sit in here he's in there and i'm watching true crime i'll have something yeah. you know okay so dateline's back dateline mm -hmm. was gone forever did it ever I'm like i'm like what is happening here Rider i strikes. can't i well i don't care like people are still dying and <laughs> I mean, what do you need a writer for, for that? Someone's got to put those notes Somebody's together. Still creating crime out there. So I was, I have been like, I feel, I have felt a little lost. Like mm -hmm. I, they find my date, yeah. you know, every, mm -hmm. yeah. and I'm like, I'm tired of watching reruns. I've seen all of this, you know? So mm -hmm. I was so happy, but now they're going to do like two episodes a week. Back to back. Kimberly. Thursday yeah. night and Friday night. Okay. So what are you going to do? Like, how do you schedule your whole, I mean, that's, that's a commitment. So I, I, I won't watch those live because a lot of my YouTubers yeah. go live at night. And so I watch, I like to watch it live. Yeah. I will watch it the next day on the app. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I just don't, I don't want to sit through the commercials. I want to, you oh, know, true. fast forward so through all that. So you go to Peacock and watch uh -huh. Okay. Got the you. next day. Okay. That's a great idea. Cause mm -hmm. I sometimes I love, so I will go on your live streams on Fridays if I don't have like meetings and stuff. 
And, but mostly I watch you on Saturdays because, but I'll sit in here. I'm like, I'm drinking my coffee and I'm going to do Kimberly first. And then I switch to true crime. So So uh, I'll tell you how bad it is on her watching you. We were coming back (laughs) from Texas on a retreat. Okay. And she is really, really ill. So we, oh, I was so sick and she wouldn't let me drive because she's like, cause I drive the speed limit. She's sick. She wants to get home. And And she said, it was Mm a five and a half hour drive home. And she says to me, okay, do you know how to get, can you put this on your phone to get us home? And I said, well, your phone's right there. She goes, I'm watching Kimberly do something on this morning. And I'm like, you're doing what? Yeah. So here you are on the phone over <laughs> here and she's driving and watching Kimberly. It's as called priorities. It's <laughs> so, called priorities. So, I have to, I have to know all the new things that Fat Quarter Shop's yeah. got. I got to know all the things Lori Holt's going to roll yeah. out. And I know I'm going to hear it from Kimberly first. I mean, I hear it from you, Kimberly, before I hear it from Lori. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. the, I mean, I can watch Lori all day, but you are like, is this what's coming out and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm buying a bunch of Lori Holt today. So, and then it's like trying to remember the dates and the, yeah. this and the, that and the name, and then I'll say yeah. the name wrong. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I said it wrong. And it's like, oh, well, whatever people will figure it out. But I mean, with her stuff, there's so many things. Yeah. Just oh. keeping it straight. I'm like, she's okay. like a beast. Like I think, well, I don't know when she sleeps because yeah. I mean, every time I turn around, like she's rolling out a new line yeah. or new products yeah. or notions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. Listen, she knows this about me. I know. I product. love notions. I don't she care. Does. Like I love fabric. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to buy fabric for specific right. reason. Yep. And right. the notion, but the notions, I'm like, I, if I'm going to your shop, I go to notions first and I want to see yeah. what's new. Yeah. That's like, that's what she does. Every the sh- notions are the fun stuff. Every shop we go into, she walks in there and looks at, yeah, I don't even look at fabric. So my, where's college- your notions? I want to see oh what my, <laughs> my college roommate, who is a brand new quilter. And, um, she, she's, you know, had me her whole for like 40 years and just made her, you know, she got in with the Jenny thing and she calls me the other day and she goes, Hey, do you know this thing called fat quarter shop? And I said, uh-huh. And she goes, I just found him and I said you just found him she goes well Doug's not gonna like it because I found them and I spent a whole lot of money and she said I think I spent more than what I did at Jenny's and I said yeah she goes yes like all sorts of things I didn't know I needed I said I know welcome yeah. to our world so, I love yeah I, you got your your site is just so well organized I don't know if that's you or Kevin I'm sure a lot of Kevin, Kevin but I mean, kudos to Kevin because it's so easy to shop it and find things. To shop. I just, mm, I yeah. just, I love you guys, your, your shop. So, um, okay. Back to true crime real quick. Yeah. Okay. So the first 48, do you ever watch the first 48? I used to watch it. I don't watch it anymore, but I love Chris Anderson from there. From, okay. He was way back. Like, yes. and he's retired now and he's done a couple books and I really liked him. And when he wasn't on the show anymore, I stopped watching. So the Tulsa episodes, there's a whole, I mean, there are a, a million of them. And of course we live here. And so I'm always like, where is this at? And I, I mean, they're fascinating. She drives to the crime scenes. <laughs> I have not done that. Cause I honestly, the tr- crime scenes they're, are in an area where I don't drive area. to, yeah. um, but I've always been like, man, if I run into detective Jason white sometime, I'm just going to freak out. Like, I'll be like. <laughs> I just met Kimberly Jolly and then I'm going to freak out. I mean, that's what I would be like. I would, if I yeah. saw him in the grocery store, I would lose it because he, he's so, I bet he goes to the he's grocery like store. my favorite detective. He's cool. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he's real chill, but he's like one in one episode there, um, there was this kid that he was interviewing and he, I mean, he was on drugs and stuff and he's mm-hmm. like, you're going to need to go 
get cleaned up before I can actually ask you real questions because mm-hmm. like, you know, right. I can't ask you questions when you're this way, but he had, he had known him because I mean, he's been in and out all, a lot. And so right. the kid says, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, you need to just, can you put me in some kind of protection, send, send me off to somewhere and, I, and I'll answer all, all your questions, but somebody's going to kill me. They're going to kill me. Anyway, he's like, you just need to, you know, well, they did kill him. Oh my God. And he, and he, he was so disturbed by this. This episode has stuck with me forever and they tortured this kid and he was, I say kid, he was a teenager. He was a, a older teenager, but he, I mean, detective white, I mean, he was just devastated oh, like he he had a really hard time getting over it but it was really interesting to watch like how they you know interact with some because some of these people are in and out a lot I mean that's just yeah it, and so they get to they develop relationships yeah. with these people and he was really disturbed he was really disturbed by it oh, and yeah. so anyway I love I love the first 48 I don't think that they do any new episodes now but um, I'll go back and watch the Tulsa ones because oh, I think they're interesting because we live here. Because we live here. We live in the crime That's city right. of Tulsa. So have you have have you ever witnessed a crime, Kimberly? Oh, Any no. kind of crime? No crime. Not, not even someone like hitting someone else's car and doing a hit or run. <laughs> That's still a crime. No. No. My dad, when I was little, um, he used to work at a gas station before I was born and somebody held him up with a gun. Oh, and so oh. I always heard that story. And my dad quickly quit that job but that's that was from way before i was born and uh yeah but that's the only but no in real life no i'd probably no i'd probably go crazy if i saw yeah that would i think i would be disturbed by it yeah like i said i don't want to i don't want to watch it happening i just want to figure out what what led to that and like figuring all of that kind of stuff out that's what intrigues me by it but it's funny you know my husband, he, when he was working at the bank, they were robbed and, and he calls me and he's like, Hey, I'm okay. You're probably gonna see us on the news, <sighs> but we got robbed. And I'm like, and my question, what? I went with like with a gun and he goes, yeah, like with a gun. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I felt so stupid after he said that. And he's like, I said, what happened? So they walk in and they pull pantyhose over their faces right faces they they made him um all of them get down on their stomachs oh my gosh and they took all their wallets and then they moved them to a back room and he I said oh no 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 and he's like don't worry like with the 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 bank president was there he's like if they make one move we'll we'll move we'll tackle them but they they just left them in there and told them to wait 10 minutes and oh my gosh I was like Oh my gosh, I don't need you to work there anymore. But like security was like really beefed up after that. I didn't have anything to worry about, but I mean, it's scary. It is. It is. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, you go into like Walmart and you have stuff like this, you know, my husband's always packing and he always says, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going someplace. I'm not going to a knife fight um, with, you know, with a pea shooter. I'm, I'm, I mean, he's always packing and I, he keeps telling me I need to. And I was like, you know, not going to be my dealio. I mean, I, not, I'm kind of going to be me. I'm kind of with Kimberly. Like, if it's my time to go, yeah. it's my time, whatever. Yeah, but what know. about me? That's not my time and you need to protect me. So I'm not in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're <laughs> well, you know, on your own. <laughs> so we always play another game and we're going to go here so we don't forget to do this. Yeah. What are your three P's for food? And mine are popcorn, peanut M&Ms, and pickled products. <laughs> Leslie's are P. What is it? What is mine? You used to be, you changed pops. Popcorn. Back. Popcorn. Prosecco. Prosecco. And you changed to um, pasta. pasta. You, you took the pasta. No. Powder. 
You know, you took the piece. You took the pizza. pizza. Or did you take the pasta out? Well, I'm one of, her piece. of it. It's one of those, but she only gets three. So yeah. What, what are your, your three piece, Kimberly? So I would say PB and J for sure. Oh, pasta and peanut M and M's. Oh, I love peanut. I love peanut butter and jelly. And my yeah, my brother's daughter is highly allergic to peanuts, and so they had to take. And the day she went to college, he was he put peanut butter back in the house. And I swear, if I'm at his house, he's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because she doesn't live. You know, she lives yeah. oh, in another yeah. state now, and he's like, that's the only thing. Yeah. He was like, you know, obviously he didn't want her to move out, but he was like, oh my God, I can have peanut butter again. So my flight coming back from South Africa, they came out on an announcement and they said, we have a person on this plane oh, that is highly yeah. allergic to peanuts. And we're going to ask for people to refrain from eating anything with peanuts. And I'm like, well, my trail mix has peanuts. Does that mean I oh, eat it? And everything that I had, had peanuts with it, peanuts. peanut M&Ms. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking... So can I just mm -hmm. sniff the bag and suck it? And I'm thinking, no, you know, you need to come up with something else. Cause I mean, if it's yeah. that severe, you just don't mm -hmm. want that person. No, to, no, no. I mean, that, but, but yeah, I, oh gosh, peanut butter and jelly. I, so do you, okay. Do you like the Uncrustables or do you no, your own? That's disgusting. Like, <laughs> no. You don't like the hard edges? Is that it? You don't like no, the little hard edges? I just, it's frozen. Are, it's like frozen. disgusting. Yeah, but they have My kids eat that. They do eat it's, it? Yes, it's gross. We have it in the house. It's disgusting. Oh no, I hate it. Like, no, I my like kids eat it. Control the. Con I like to control the amount of jelly. Are you like more peanut butter than jelly, or are you more jelly than peanut butter? Way more jelly, but I always go like if I go to like a fair, like a huh? flea market or a flea. I always buy like homemade jelly wherever I go. Yeah. So like my refrigerator probably has like ten jars of it. Kevin doesn't even eat jelly. Yeah. One time, and I knew that one time I made him a sandwich. And he just looked at me because he, he he just wanted peanut butter. And I was like, who eats just yeah. peanut butter? Oh. Just wrong. And he's like, we've been married a long time. You know that. And I'm like, oh, sorry. But I totally just made him a peanut butter and jelly. And of course, he didn't eat it. But Ooh, no, so I, I'm you, all about like fresh try. jelly. So are you a, a crunchy or a creamy peanut oh, butter eater? Creamy. Crunchy? Me too. Okay. And what's your, what's your favorite peanut butter? Oh, I don't even know. You don't have a favorite brand? Uh-uh. Just whatever. Like Jif? So. Yeah, just whatever's in the front, oh, whatever's in the doing an whatever's in commercial for peanut butter, <laughs> whatever flavor of peanut butter you happen to like, it's going to be creamy <laughs> peanut butter, according to Kimberly Jolly, no specific brand, but if you want to be cool like Kimberly, it's creamy. <laughs> oh my God, that's hysterical. Oh my heavens, that's funny. Okay, so I, I do have two more questions and, and then, then I wind then, us down. Then you can wind us down. Okay. Okay. I saw on CrimeCon, I saw some of your stuff and uh, the Murdoch attorneys were there. Okay. That, so were you like, how, how did you feel about that? Okay. So the, I, I'm going to tell a kind of a long story here. So I went with Priscilla, who is a cross-stitcher. Yep. And when you go, if you get this expensive badge, but we got it because we won this. Anyway, we won this contest. So we had a huge credit. So we bought these expensive tickets and you get to meet one person. And I've done that before. Yeah. So when you get it, it's like a hundred people and you pick. Well, Priscilla picked the defense, the offense and Nancy Grace. And I picked someone else. Well, I told her, I said, you're going to get the defense. Well, she got the defense. So that morning we're in the Starbucks line and she's like, that's Jim Griffin. And I'm like, girl, that ain't Jim Griffin. He would not be standing in so some line at Starbucks if he's got that much money. 
She's like, that's him. She was staring at him. It was obvious. It was him. So we go meet them later. And he's like, oh, I've seen you ladies around. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. So we... So we got to meet with them for 10 minutes and it was, it was her meet and greet. So I let her ask questions. I mean, she gave him hell. I'll just say that, but, oh my gosh, um, you go Priscilla, but, uh, I really didn't ask a lot of questions cause it was her yeah. meet and greet, but I will. Okay. So I will tell you, we, then after that, there was an hour with the office, the, the prosecutor mm-hmm. and his speech was so uplifting. He talked about it. It wasn't just him. It was his team. He'd listed every single person who worked that case. He talked about everybody being a part of the case. It was about, it wasn't about him. It was about his team. Mm. And it was so positive. And he told some funny stories. He said that during the trial, the sound quality wasn't good. So he went, someone on his team went to Best Buy and bought a karaoke machine. And sometimes he would be up there talking and the lights would start going off and he'd have to go over there and tap it. So that was funny. (laughs) And then, and then after that, the defense talked and that was very different. I mean, they say he's guilty. He's innocent. He's not, Mm -mm. uh, but they had an entourage. I'll just say that they had an entourage and in that entourage, no, they did not. It was not security. It was entourage. Oh, it was followers. It was not security. You're kidding. No. Um, oh my God. But I, you know, I don't know. Afterwards, I, I was like in a, I don't want to say like a bad mood. But I was disturbed. And Priscilla's like, why are you mad about it? Or why, what is so disturbing? I'm like, because there's people like that, that only care about money. They only right. care about money. That's, and she goes, you knew that before you came here. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess I did, but they just came off very rude, uh, but it was on well, display, about, which makes right, it different. Right. Well, somebody asked Dick Carpoolian, how do you sleep at night? And he said, very soundly. And I was like, well, if I were you, I'd just be like. He says, I have a million stop. dollar bed. Let me tell you, I sleep real comfortable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he actually said in his speech, I've made a billion dollars. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. And somebody said something so to him like, um, I don't know. I mean, they think he's, they think he's innocent. I don't believe that. Uh, I don't, I don't believe they think he's innocent. Um, I didn't honestly follow that trial. I, fo- I followed the end of it, but Priscilla knew Same. all the details. And so they would tell her something and she's like, that's not true. And I'm like, oh my God, Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, but I, I just tried to not talk. But one thing they said that was very interesting that I think might make a difference in the whole situation that's going on with the, if they get a retrial, they, what Jim said was before you walk into jury duty, we have a stack this big on every single person. We know the value of your house. We know what you do for a living. We know how much money you make. We know every single thing about you. And I was like, what? And I, cause I said to them, isn't it illegal to hunt people down and go down some country roads in your Mercedes? Like, isn't that illegal? And he said, no, it's not. You can go. So he said before the trial, we have all their information. We can knock on the door. As soon as they say they won't talk, you can, you have to leave. So that's how they found those jurors mm-hmm. um, to talk to. But I was like, they know how much the value of my house is? Like, what? That's like, that that to me seems unreal. And then I thought about it and I thought, well, I've been on juries before. 
and you do, you fill out your name, your address, where you work, what the address is, where you work, what your, what your, and then he said something like, oh, we know if you're Republican, Democrat, we know, and we know how you voted. What? I'm thinking, oh. I don't even know how I voted, but they, I mean, that was very, I would say the most interesting thing because yeah. I've never really thought about that, but like, I guess before you show up, they know all about you. Oh, oh. so they know if they're fake or not. Well, that's kind of creepy. He I that's mean, real creepy. Do you do you think he's going to get do you think yes. he's get a new trial? I think he is yeah. too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean it's unfortunate, but I mean, I do think he's going to. Mm-hmm. And it's a loophole. Yeah. It's all just loopholes. That's what these attorneys do. And I'm just like, and how much tax are spent on that? And we all know he did it. He's already been convicted, but here we go. We're going to retry this and right. end up, you know, we're going to land in the same place. There's a, there's a justice system for the wealthy and there's a justice system for normal people. And I said that to them yeah. Yeah. and they just looked at me like, so what? Yeah. They don't care. Isn't that gross? They're like, when, yeah. you, when you came in, that's so yeah. awful. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that I didn't like them. Like they're not. I don't want to say they're bad people. It's just, I could not do that for a living. I could not No. the victims. Like, how do you not care? And I, I like, how do you not care about Buster? How do you not care about all the generations of everything that he did wrong? is going to affect the generations of his family and other people's families. And yeah. this is all generational and there's so much. And all they care about is, Oh, whatever. I'm going to be famous because I, you know, defended him right I just to me that just I think that I just have a moral code that just conflicts with that whole you know I wouldn't say they were they were not mean they were not rude they were you know it was just I had a difficulty like listening to them and I think you know I just gosh couldn't you be a better person but I mean you know maybe maybe you know that's just what you have to do to get by I don't know I can well, do it. And, and, you know, I saw their, cause I saw their press conference when they came out s- announcing that they were going to um, mm-hmm. push for a retrial. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I'm, I'm with you. Like I get that pit in my stomach of who are you? Like how, how, how do you move through life defending people who are guilty? But I mean, that is, that's America. Well, it's, I mean, it until is proven guilty. That's you're America. Proven guilty the one time and then you get a retrial again. I mean, that's well, and they're going to get more money. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's about. Yeah. Okay. But he's not paying them according to them. Really? He's not paying them because he's out of money. Okay. Well, some, I don't believe that. He, I think there's some money somewhere, but he's, they said, we will try him even if we don't get paid. That's what they said in their talk. Well, yeah. And uh, that's, that's because they're famous now. I mean, yeah, and they love to be they famous. Do, they'll make, they don't have to make the money from him. Right. They're, right. They're going to make right. it from all the other stuff that they do. Yeah, that's true. Books, right. Books and speaking. Gross. Things. Yeah. So yeah. gross. Hey, yeah. have you ever way back in the day when they did the murder mysteries that they, they would have a dinner? Had, did you ever get to play oh, that game? Mm-mm. So mm-mm. I'm thinking mm-mm. this is just spoonballing off my head here oh boy we could plan a murder mystery weekend where you get these you get the name of your character and you come in character and costume and we could do it at osage hills retreat center because it holds nine people and most of these are like nine people <laughs> and then we and you know you get the this car is kimberly this is what she does and it is this is, this is what, like we go down these crazy little rabbit trails it of crazy I'll, I'll just walk in and be like it's the husband 
Oh, but you might. That's not it. Know it is, you know. But it could have been. It's always the husband. It's always. The husband. It could have been someone else. And he so. was cheating. And that's probably the truth. He had a little. And there's probably drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the new woman's probably. And he was 10 years younger. He's embezzling from work. Oh, yep. There's yeah, some of that. that. Yeah, there's all that. There, so. Yeah, you can write a really okay. good story okay. there. So, I love it. You want me to wind us down? Um, yes. First, okay. though, first really, step. I just want to thank you so much. I know that, uh, you know, this was totally off, like yeah. probably your normal uh, <laughs> podcast uh, that you attend. And so I hope you had fun. We had a good time. We and um, this this was, I, I said at the beginning of the year, yeah. when you were one of the, my bucket list people to talk to this year. So thanks for helping me check that off my box. Absolutely. Oh, so thank you. you. I always wind us down with a little fun thing. And this is three pages, but it's going to, you're going to be really happy. Wait, wait, wait. It. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. So you're going to be really oh, happy. Rochelle. In the vibrant town of Quilters Utopia, known for its close knit quilting community, a shocking ev event unfolded. Kimberly Jolly, the <laughs> beloved owner of the fat quarter shop, was accused of a murder that sent <laughs> shockwaves through the quilting word. The victim, Derek Timms, was a rival fabric store owner of Stitches and Secrets. Kimberly, heartbroken yeah. and perplexed by the accusations, knew that she needed to clear her name. She turned to her steadfast friends, the inappropriate quilters, Leslie Bircher, an avid quilter and crime-solving enthusiast, and Rochelle Rice, a talented artist renowned for her exquisite art quilts, specializing in crafting lifelike lifelike pet portraits through her unique fabric layering and stitching techniques for help in, for help in unraveling the truth. The evidence against Kimberly was compelling. A quilt needle with her fingerprints was found at the crime scene. <laughs> However, Leslie and Rochelle were determined to dig deeper and find any inconsistencies. Mm. They visited Stitches and Secrets, Derek's fabric store, and discovered a trail of bitter business rivalries and strained relationships. Oh. With Leslie's sharp eyes and Rochelle's quirky sense of humor, they soon discovered a hidden compartment within Derek's desk containing threatening letters from an anonymous source. The letters pointed to someone seeking envy or speaking revenge for a past conflict. The duo's investigation led them to a disgruntled former employee of Stitches and Secrets who had a personal vendetta against Derek. They uncovered the employee's plot to frame Kimberly, fueled by a desire to ruin her reputation and tarnish the fat quarter's success. Armed with this critical information, <laughs> Rochelle and Leslie presented their findings to the authorities, exposing the true culprit and providing um, Kim and proving Kimberly's innocence. The former employee was arrested and the evidence because the evidence was undeniable. Grateful and relieved, Kimberly embraced Rochelle and Leslie, thanking them <laughs> for their unwavering support and dedication to uncovering the truth. The quilting community rallied around her and the wrongful accusations only strengthened the bonds of camaraderie and quilters utopia. Together, Kimberly, Leslie, and Rochelle celebrated their victory, knowing that their fr friendship and, and determination had prevailed in the face of adversary. The trio continued to stitch together beautiful quilts and memories, leaving a lasting mark on the quilting world. The end. <laughs> Kimberly, so you didn't know she was that talented. There you have it. Yeah, you should write a book. I just wrote one for you. <laughs> thank you so much, Kimberly. We really appreciate you hanging. Yeah, with Kimberly, us today. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. 
thank you so much for listening and look forward to another one. So until next time, stay inappropriate. inappropriate.